Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to Indie Author Weekly, where I share my behind the scenes journey of writing and self-publishing books. I was chatting with my friend Maria recently about writing and the book life, and she made a comment, which is something that I hear a lot. She said, I have a book in my head, I just need to write it. She told me about how she can start writing the beginning of a story, but then she doesn't finish the book. And she also told me how she has this entire book written in her head, but it's not on paper yet. This is one of the most common things I hear people say again and again. And honestly, I get it. Especially right now when it comes to the next book that I'm writing, book seven in the Polyamorous Passion series titled Her Bad Idea. Here's the thing. I had it written into my task list schedule to write that first draft of book seven about three different times in the past couple of months, yet it hasn't come to fruition yet. What gives? After all, time management and organization is my jam. I have an entire e-course, Productivity Powerhouse, which shares my exact strategies for how to manage time effectively and prioritize things so that you can make the time and find the energy to complete fun projects like writing a book. So when early December rolled around and I found myself postponing book seven for the third time, I knew that I needed to sit down and assess the situation. When we continue to postpone things, we need to figure out what the real root issue is of what's happening so that we can then deal with it accordingly, which is absolutely necessary to making progress with our goals. Sidebar, this whole concept is something I teach in depth inside the Productivity Powerhouse eCourse, so I just want to give you a word of encouragement right now that even though Even those of us who do time management for a living sometimes experience ourselves backpedaling. We aren't magical unicorns. Instead, it's really about what we do when we find ourselves backpedaling. And inside Productivity Powerhouse, I share practical tips and strategies and motivational pep talks for what to do when you find yourself in the situation of backpedaling, just like I was in this particular instance. You can learn more about that e-course at saganmorrow.com slash powerhouse. Okay, sidebar over. Back to the situation at hand. My issue with postponing writing the first draft of book seven. What gives? Why on earth couldn't I just sit down and write the darn thing? I had it outlined. I knew exactly what the main beats were going to be for each chapter. I love the main character, Scarlet. And this book features some of my absolute favorite tropes, enemies to lovers, fake relationship, and forced proximity. So why was I struggling to sit down and write the book? Well, when I took a step back and took a good hard inward look, here's what I figured out. Number one, I was dealing with some anxiety around my book six release, which happened on December 10th. Maybe anxiety isn't quite the right word, but I was perhaps having a little bit of imposter syndrome, a few insecurities, and confidence issues. I was nervous about it, and so I was directing all of my energy toward the book release rather than focusing on writing the next book in the series. Number two, 
I didn't have as many snippets of scenes written for this book as I have in the past, and the snippets of scenes that I did have were ones that I wrote months ago, so I wasn't sure if I even wanted to use them anymore. Basically, this meant that I was starting from scratch with writing this book, whereas the other books in my Polyamorous Passion series often had pages of, snippet, of scene snippets written before I started officially writing that first chapter of each book, so it just felt a lot less daunting in previous books. Number three, I was putting too much pressure on myself and I was really losing focus of the entire Point of this series, which is to have fun with it. And number four, I had this idea in my head that I absolutely needed to write the entire book consecutively, one chapter per day until the first draft was fully complete. This is something that I've done in the past for previous books, and I talked about it in episode five of this Indie Author Weekly podcast if you want to learn more about that sort of technique. But the thing is, I have 10 chapters outlined for her bad idea, and I knew that I would need the full force of my creative energies for those 10 days if I was writing one chapter per day. But I really wanted to prioritize other things in my business and my life during each 10-day stretch that I was looking at, which required a really good amount of creative energy. So that's why I kept pushing back the 10-day stretches. Now, some of these issues were essentially resolved as soon as I identified them as such. For example, I gave myself a pep talk to remind myself that this is a fun passion project. It's not about getting it perfect. And that really took the pressure off so that I felt way less nervous about starting to write it. Other issues meant that I just had to reframe the way that I was going about approaching the book writing process. For example, rather than adhering to a strict 10-day schedule, I decided to go with the flow and schedule scattered book writing days over the course of a month or so. This was a much more realistic and doable process rather than blocking off 10 consecutive days given the other things that I wanted to prioritize in my business and my life. So what could this look like for you if you are in a similar boat? Well, if you are like my friend Maria, who I mentioned at the start of this episode and who is struggling to get her book out of her head and onto paper, then here are some tips for you. And I also want to note that although we are going at this from the perspective of writing a book, you can really apply these tips to getting anything done in your life or your business. Here's what to do. Tip number one. Sit down and really ask yourself why you haven't taken the book out of your head yet. This is the first thing you need to do. Everyone has different reasons for why they haven't written their book yet, and so you need to identify the real root cause of what's going on. Not having time is not a good enough reason. If you are prioritizing your time elsewhere, that's okay, but you need to recognize the difference between the two. Now, if you are still struggling to find the time and energy to work on your book, then I strongly recommend that you grab my free time-saving tips cheat sheet at saganmorrow.com slash save time. It includes 23 tips and ideas for how to save 10 hours each and every week. And won't that be awesome to have all that extra time to write your book? Tip number two for if you are struggling to get your book out of your head and onto paper. Schedule it. 
Maybe you have a book idea that you want to write, but you have other priorities for the next couple of months. That's okay. In that case, you want to mark it into your calendar and block off time for when you will start writing. If you want it to be a priority, then you need to schedule it into your calendar. And again, remember how I kept on pushing it off? Well, that's why you really need to do tip number one before you do tip number two, right? You really need to figure out what the root cause is that's that's making you postpone it so much, and then you'll be able to schedule it into your calendar accordingly. Tip number three, focus on getting it done one step at a time. This is one of the key tricks. It can be tempting to try to incorporate themes and foreshadowing into your story during your first draft, but honestly, that's really tough to do. I always like to do that in the rewrites of my books. Don't worry about foreshadowing in the first draft, okay? Don't try to force a particular theme to recur throughout the story during that first draft. That might be holding you back right now from even starting to write your book because there's so many things that you want to include in your story. So instead, you just want to write the first draft. Just get your ideas on paper without any pressure, without trying to incorporate a bunch of things while you're writing that first draft. And then after that first draft is written and you are rereading it, that is when you can start pinpointing areas to hint at what's to come, or tweak sections, or add pieces to highlight the main themes of the story and lead your readers in a particular direction. This is an especially good practice because new themes might grow out of your story as you are writing that first draft, which you didn't plan for when you first outlined your book. Okay, so take it one step at a time. That's going to reduce the overwhelm. That's going to make it seem way less daunting and way less scary to just start writing your book. Tip number four for getting the book out of your head and onto paper. Don't let yourself do rewrites until you finish the entire first draft. If you are the kind of person who finds that you can write the first chapter or two of your book, but then you get stuck because you keep rewriting and editing that first chapter or two, then this tip is for you. Decide that you are not allowed to do any rewrites whatsoever until your entire first draft of your novel is complete. This can help you keep moving forward, even if you think that a particular chapter is really cheesy or if you feel like it's lacking, just keep going on, keep moving forward. You can go back and flesh it out later. That is what further drafts are for down the line. In fact, when I am writing a first draft of one of my books, sometimes I have a couple of chapters in the middle of the book that are a third of the size of the rest of the chapters in the book because I just plowed right through. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with that chapter. The scenes weren't great and I just kept on going. And then it's during the rewrites when I will add scenes or expand on scenes. So you can really get through that messy middle in that way by just plowing ahead and knowing that you'll just be able to come back to it later. If you want more help with getting through the messy middle, then you can tune into episode 31 of this Indie Author Weekly podcast. Tip number five, think outside the box. Do you feel as though you need to write your book over the course of consecutive days, for example, like I was stuck in that sort of frame of thought? Or is there something that you feel like you should do just because other authors are doing it? Ask yourself, what would happen if you did it differently than you think you should do it? 
There is no one way to write a book. So if you're getting stuck somewhere because you think you should be doing something in a particular way, then try doing it in a different way. Try just shifting your perspective and see what can come out of it. Tip number six, make it easy and fun for yourself. If you have been listening to this Indie Author Weekly podcast for any length of time, then you know I am all about making everything as enjoyable and easy as possible in life and in business. So what can you do to make writing a book less scary or intimidating? How can you go about it from an easier perspective? And what can you do to make it a fun activity, something that you look forward to, something that you do prioritize in your life? If you are having a tough time getting it onto paper, you might even find that dictating your story out loud into a recording device is a really great way to write your book. Check out episode 38 of this Indie Author Weekly podcast to get some creative ideas for how to use your personal learning style to make the book writing process easier and also more accessible for your your unique situation. Okay, there you have it. Let's recap the six ways to start writing that book if you've got it in your head and are struggling to get it on paper. Number one, identify the real root of the reasons for why you you are postponing writing your book. Number two, schedule it into your calendar. Number three, take it one step at a time. Number four, write the entire first draft before doing any rewrites. Number five, think outside the box and question why you feel like you need to write your book a certain way. And number six, make it easy and fun for yourself. To wrap up, I just want to encourage you once again that if you feel like you don't have the time to write a book, for example, well, then that's not really the root issue, remember? It's probably something else. Either this book isn't a priority compared to other things in your life, or you are dealing with fears or insecurities or confidence issues, or you are focusing your creative energies on other things, and so on. When you get to the real root issues at hand, you'll be able to much more clearly identify specifically how to deal with the actual issues. And you might decide at that point that you still don't want to prioritize writing a book right now, And that is absolutely okay. But get to the root of it because it might surprise you how much you learn about yourself that you really had no idea about. And you might discover that the answers for how to go about getting that book out of your head and onto paper um, are actually very straightforward for you to implement. If you want to learn more about how to identify what's really going on at the root of an issue and how to overcome issues of procrastination, and also how to manage your time and energy in order to create space in your life for writing a book, then I recommend that you check out Productivity Powerhouse. You can learn more about it at saganmorrow.com powerhouse. And spoiler alert, you can access VIP opportunities with Productivity Powerhouse when you grab my free time-saving tips cheat sheet, so you should definitely get on that. You can grab it at saganmorrow.com slash save time. And I will pop those links in the show notes for this episode as well. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Have you found yourself struggling to write a book? Or is there something else in your life that you keep procrastinating on? Will you try these tips to finally get it done? Feel free to connect with me at saganlives on Twitter and Instagram to chat about it. 
and you can send me a message on either of those platforms if you have requests for future episode topics too. The more that you tell me what you would like to see more of on this podcast, the better that I can accommodate that. You can also submit your questions or topic ideas anonymously at siganmorrow.com question. If you enjoyed this episode, please take two minutes to share this podcast on social media and rate it on iTunes. Anytime you share it or leave a rating or review, it helps more listeners find the Indie Author Weekly podcast, so every bit counts. I really appreciate your support. As with all the episodes here on Indie Author Weekly, you can access complete episode transcripts, sample chapters of my books, and a few other bonuses and goodies on the secret version of this podcast at saganmorrow.com slash secret podcast. So hop over there to check it out. Thanks so much for tuning into the Indie Author Weekly Podcast, and I will see you in the next episode.